Welcome to Vinyasa in Verse, the podcast where we connect mind, body, and spirit through poetry and practice. I'm Leslie Ann Hobayan. Together, we'll explore different ways of connecting with our innermost selves and how to tap into the flow of the universe, because once that happens, anything is possible. Your best life starts now. Hello, loves. Welcome to the first episode of Vinyasa in Verse. How are you today? It's a beautiful day, no matter where you are, because you get to decide what kind of day you're having. You get to decide how you see the day. And if you're not seeing the day so bright, you have the power to change that. Don't forget that. So let's start this podcast. Vinyasa in verse. What does that mean? Vinyasa is Sanskrit for flow. And often when we hear that word, we think of the yoga classes in studios and gyms where there's a specific sequence of poses that we do. And I'm guilty of this too. I am a yoga instructor as well as a poet. And sometimes As part of my sequence, I don't cue every pose. I just say, and then move through the vinyasa. And so what does that mean? It just means flow. And so what I'm looking to do with this podcast is to think about how to bring awareness of the flow of the universe to our mind's eye. To think about how tapping into that flow can only ease our lives into brilliant ways of living. And the verse part, well, that's about the poetry. As a poet, I love how language can move us, how it can open doors within us that we didn't even know were there. So what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is to combine both the idea of flow, a yogic teaching of just going with the flow and the current of love of the universe and using poetry as a tool in which to access that flow, in which we can access our innermost selves. And I'm also looking to meditation as a tool that goes hand in hand with poetry, something that we can use to help create awareness about ourselves and how we interact with others but also an awareness of how we view our lives and how we can actually change how our lives are. A lot of us live our lives like it's happening to us rather than choosing how to live our lives. Often we forget that we have the power to take charge of our lives, to change the decisions that we make, how we view certain circumstances, we have choices. And sometimes we forget that we have those choices. So what I'm hoping to do is to take time here to get quiet with some poems, usually by Hafez or Rumi, to allow for that stillness to open up something in us. Or at the very least, 
just for us to check in with ourselves, to get curious of what lies beneath this physical body. These days we're always running around from here to there, not really knowing where we're going half the time. Sometimes we're on autopilot. Sometimes we're just checked out. And what kind of life is that? That's not why you were meant to be here. That's not why we're here on this planet. We are here to learn some deep lessons so that we can evolve into our highest good, into the highest being of ourselves that we can be. And so that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. We'll explore some poems, maybe talk to some poets, other artists, other spiritual mentors of mine, but then we'll also take some time to meditate. We're not going to meditate during the podcast, unless that's something you'd like to do, Um, but I will give you a little exercise to try at home for just a week at a time and see how your week might change, how slowly your awareness might begin to grow. And then what do you do with that awareness? But I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, First, what I'd like to do is to open up this episode with a poem by Hafez, a great Sufi mystic poet who often gets confused with Rumi, but they both are amazing. This poem is called God Just Came Near. No one in need of love can sit with my verse for an hour and then walk away without carrying golden tools and feeling that God just came near. Hmm, Let me read that again. God just came near. No one in need of love can sit with my verse for an hour and then walk away without carrying golden tools and feeling that God just came near. Hmm. And so Hafez is talking about the very thing I'd like to explore, which is to use poetry as a way in to our divine selves, as a way to just be in the language and see what might open up within us. And so one of the things that... uh, I'm going to do after I read the poem is to share with you a yogic teaching or um, some other bit of awareness, some lesson that I've learned in the past week or the past year in the hopes that maybe you can use that information for your own life. Because what I'm really interested in is helping people combine awareness of the mind, body, and spirit to show them that we can all thrive in this life. There's so much turmoil around us, 
so much bad news, so many things that people wonder if the end of the world is coming. But if we can change our mindset, if we can change how we view what's going on around us and look for the beauty and look for the love, we can change ourselves. And then with that, others will see and they may change. They might follow your example. Because when you are an example and you are an example of love, that ends up being contagious. And that's the kind of world we need right now. And so I invite you to just listen to whatever story I might share and think about how that may apply to your own life, how maybe it won't. But to just keep your heart open and maybe ask yourself, what does love require of me today? So recently, I was talking to a class of mine, a yoga class that I teach, um, and I was talking about being. For a while, I didn't understand what that meant. When someone asks the question, who are you being? It's like, oh, I'm being me. You know, like, what does that even mean? But then the question is, well, then who is me, Right. And then the, the answer that comes back in my head is like, well, I don't know. It's just me, like Leslie Ann. Um, and so I took this question and I kind of turned it over in my hand like you would a jewel or a crystal and looked at all the sides of it. And who are you being? And so I had to get specific because for me, a lot of these intangible ideas don't quite sink in until I've got concrete examples. So I gave this one example to my class. You know, we all set uh, New Year's resolutions, intentions, goals, things like that. And uh, one of the things that's being asked is, who are you being in order to reach whatever intention you've set, whatever goal you've set, whatever dream you want to accomplish, who is that person that already has attained that thing? So for example, let's say I'm holding an online meditation class, which I do. And um, let's say my goal is to have 10 participants total for a 40-day meditation class. Um, and we'll say that it's, you know, for my April class. Okay, 10 students for my April meditation class. Now, who am I being when I get those 10 students? Who is the person that commands that kind of energy, that kind of power, where 10 people will sign up for a class? I don't have the answer, but I think about it. And 
and see if I can imagine who that person is and what she looks like, what's she wearing, what kind of style does she have, what kind of energy does she have, and practice that. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of doing that now, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, little changes here and there, maybe a, a new outfit or maybe a new lipstick, just to embody the person who I think is the person who commands that kind of energy, that kind of confidence. So who are you being? And what do you need to do in order to be that person? Do you need to cut your hair? <laughs> Often women, when they go through change, it's stereotypical for them, for us to chop our hair off. But that's not necessary. Maybe you just dye it of really crazy color. Or maybe you just start doing something small for yourself. Maybe it's just 10 minutes of sitting with a cup of tea and reading a book before bed. Locking the door so the kids don't come in and bother you. Or maybe it's just listening to some soft music and journaling. But who are you being and how do you create that person? Take some time this week to see what small thing or what large thing you can do to be the person you want to be by the end of the year. Be that person now. Imagine what it feels like to have attained your goals, to have accomplished whatever you set out to do for this year, for this new decade. Be that person now. Embody that person. See how it feels. It's going to feel good. That I know. But why wait until December? Why not do it now? And then see what happens the flow of the universe will just come right to you. So that said, I will leave you with a short meditation practice. Um, If you are a student of mine, then this will sound very familiar and maybe it's time that you tried it. (laughs) Uh, But this is what I invite you to do this week. If you're a beginner at meditating, Just try this. Find a place to sit, nice and quiet. Not a couch, something where you're forced to sit up straight. Could be a hardback chair, could be on the floor. And put on a little timer. Three minutes. Just check in with the breath. Don't change it or judge it. Just pay attention to the breath. Feel the sensations of the breath coming in through the nose as you inhale and then feel that air fill the body. That air, that prana, that life force is nourishing the body. And then when you exhale, feel it empty out of the body. Feel the air become warm out of the nostrils. Three minutes In the big scheme of things, it's not a long time. But when you're in it, 
it might feel like a long time. So then the thoughts will come in and try to get your attention and pull you away from the breath. Try to stay with the breath. If you see that the thoughts are tugging at you, just mentally take a step back and observe them. Just watch the thoughts, you know, swirl in their way and wrangle with each other, trying to suck you into their whirlpool. But step back and observe. Be an audience member in the play that your thoughts are putting on for you. And then come back to the breath. If you need to, to get you back on track, deepen that breath. Take a big, strong inhale. And then exhale. The cool air shooting in that nose, that'll wake you up. That'll keep you back in the body. And then just let those thoughts float on by. Try that this week. Three minutes. And then see what happens. And then next week, I'll have something new for you to try. So I hope that you are curious. I hope that you are intrigued about what the power of the universe can accomplish for you. I hope you have a beautiful day. And remember, if it's not, you have the power to change that outlook. I wish you all a fantastic rest of the week. The divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Namaste. Until next time.